Men have to toughen up. Men demand it, and women want it, even though they may not approve of the harsh and contemptuous attitude that is part and parcel of the socially demanding process that fosters and then enforces that toughness. Yes, welcome to Flourish. I'm Diane Planadin, and you're in the right place if you're ready to create an inspired life. And we do so by working on our own personal development so we can be strong role models for those we love and mentor and strong for ourselves, you know? Keep, keep improving, self-improvement, self-development. Today is chapter 11 in Jordan B. Peterson's best-selling book, 12 Rules for Life, An Antidote to Chaos. And this rule is kind of funny. I mean... What kind of rule is don't bother children while they're skateboarding? In essence, what he's saying is let the children play. Let them fall. Let them scrape their knees. Let them toughen up a bit. So the three takeaways from this is really what he said in between the lines of this chapter. This is not my favorite chapter, but this is a really good book. So we or I'm doing what I said I was going to do, and I'm, I'm finishing this book with you. The interesting thing is he referred back to uh, number one. This is the number one takeaway, and I think because it resonates with me so much. There used to be this uh, cartoon, yeah, cartoon, and they <laughs> in the paper and in color. It was so much fun. Oh, we loved getting the Saturday cartoons in color, but... There's Charles Atlas, and uh, there's a guy on the beach that's weak, and, uh, you know, the big guy with the muscles gets the girl and kicks sand in the little guy's face, and uh, it goes on with him deciding, the, the smaller, weaker man, not to take it, not to take it, and I really, this, this, cartoon is, is, is a classic, but, you know, Peterson says men toughen up by pushing themselves, not by uh, playing video games in the basement and covered in Cheeto dust, but it was good. It was good. But so instead of resentment, the Charles Atlas ad guy, he went and he worked out and he bulked up and guess what? He got the girl. So that's number one. If you're not getting what you want out of life and you're comparing yourself to others, sorry, we all do it. It's, it's, although we should only compare ourselves to who we were yesterday, not who someone else is today. And that was one of the rules from the book. You have a choice. You have a choice to wallow in resentment or lift your head up high, shoulders back. You know, stand up tall, yes, another rule, and become the person you want to become. And if that means you're working out every day, work out every day. Build those bones, get stronger, or at least maintain a healthy lifestyle. So maybe you can indulge in those Cheetos every now and then. <laughs> the second takeaway was really how um, women are portrayed at least in Disney movies, as very strong characters. Very strong characters. And this is historically correct, and it is a formula that works for Disney. And, and other fairy tales, I'm going to say. But uh, the one that he talks about specifically is one um, where Ariel, who uh, kind of sells her soul to the evil 
queen per se. She's not really a queen in that, but um, uh, so she wants to meet Prince Eric, who is a mortal, and Ursula tricks Ariel uh, into giving up her voice. The moral of that story is you need a voice. You need to be heard. You need to stand strong, regardless of the consequences. As long as those consequences are in your control, then you need a voice. Because what happened to Ariel? Well, Ursula sent her soul to Devil Land or wherever it was, and then the king ended up trading places with Ariel, but the prince does come to the rescue because he bucks up. He he gets mad and he gets even. Ursula's taken his princess away, Ariel. But what I took from that, and, and there's many examples in this chapter, by the way, but so that's number two. You need a voice. Number one was you have a choice on if you're going to wallow in misery or stand up straight and get your life together. Number two, you need a voice. You need to be heard and you need to talk. Let me tell you, um, when you talk, even if it's to yourself or to this fabulous community we have online, it really helps thinking. And that's what this show is about. Just kind of like generate some thinking tips, some thinking uh, prompts. So you can, you know, take a different stance and take a different look at what your life is becoming. And the third takeaway today is kind of very timely, considering what's going on politically in the world, which has a very unfortunate situation at the moment that I wish I had a magic wand I could wave. But Peterson says, and I'm going to read this verbatim, in societies that are well-functioning, not in comparison to a hypothetical utopia, but contrasted with other existing or historical cultures, competence, not power, is a prime determiner of status. Competence, ability, skill, not power. Now, I know he does say this is more of a, a Westerner's kind of Western country's stance, but he goes on to say, furthermore, the most valid personality traits predictors of long-term success in Western countries are intelligence and conscientiousness. There are exceptions. Entrepreneurs and artists are higher in openness to experience. Another cardinal personality trait than in conscientiousness, but openness is associated with verbal intelligence and creativity, so that exception is appropriate and understandable. I really wanted to share that about competence. It's the third takeaway from this chapter. Really digest that. Really think hard about how the more competent you are, the more power you have. Mastery. Mm-hmm. Yes, mastery. Competence. Intelligence. Ability. Skill. Not power. So this is why I say <laughs> this beginning of this book, uh, or this chapter confused me when it was all about, you know, kids not uh, being bothered when they're skateboarding. 
But really, this is an excellent takeaway. The first one that I mentioned earlier was that you have a choice. You have a choice to build yourself up, not resentment. The second was a voice. Yes, you need a voice. It balances your determination, gets you out there, puts you on fire, right? Mach 2 with your hair on fire. I love that. And then competence. Really, here I highlighted some words. Competence equals long-term success. Competence equals intelligence, conscientiousness, verbal intelligence, ability, skill. That, if nothing else, when you become competent at something, whatever you do, because remember it takes time, baby steps. You got to whittle away, whittle away, keep moving forward. And then you do become more and more competent. And in the beginning, I'm not, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's hard. It's really hard, especially, you know, you start out, hey, I'm going to exercise every day. Hey, I got on my bike. Oh my gosh, my butt hurts. <laughs> but you build a thicker skin and after a while it doesn't hurt. And after a while you're looking forward to it and after a while it becomes a habit. And after a while, when you are not able to get on that bike because your schedule changed, you tore a ligament, whatever the case may be, then you know the power of where you've been and how far you've come and how far you can still go. Because you never stop challenging yourself. Never, never stop challenging yourself. Keep that cognitive energy going. Your brain needs as much exercise as your body. And it does consume quite a bit of our glucose. So <laughs> it's important. It's important to get that blood flowing, get that oxygen going. Well, I hope you enjoyed this chapter today. Remember, you have a choice, you have a voice, and you can become very, very competent and live a more inspired life.